You know, the prophetic night has started. <sighs> what God wants you to do tonight, is to receive. Receive. As I give you those prophetic words of the Spirit tonight, what God wants you to do is to receive. That means you have to be swift on your amen and your reception from your spirit. Because as I say it by the spirit of God, that is what is going to happen. <laughs> Three major things that are going to happen. <laughs> Just like Jacob, the Bible says he called his sons and he told them what will happen. Three major things that are going to happen. The first one is in line with what we're doing. Thus saith the Spirit of God. There's going to be a massive influx of people. Listen. Psalm 110 verse 3. He said, thy people shall be willing. Let me tell you, that's what's going to happen. There's going to be a sudden willingness to be saved. We are going to witness salvation testimonies like never before. The people shall be willing. I said the people shall be willing. The people shall be willing. The people shall be willing. And God is going to increase his church. The cells are going to increase. The fellowship are going to increase. Those places where there were no people, the people shall be willing. The people shall be willing. The people shall be willing. The first thing is the people shall be willing. Those areas where people don't get saved, the people shall be willing. Those kind of souls, that is like they can never come to church. The people shall be willing. Right from when we step out of here, the people you will share the gospel with, you will notice this. The people shall be willing. Not only will we go out to win souls, we will start noticing that people will start coming to church and say, I came by myself. The people shall be willing. The people shall be willing. The people shall be willing. He said, The people shall be willing in the day of thy power. That means God has poured out a unique spirit of salvation. It will be in the city. It will be in the city. All of a sudden, the people shall be willing. The people shall be willing. And in many of the churches, there's going to be multiple services. Because the people shall be willing. They are coming in and they will become laborers. They will become servants of God. They are coming in and they will become laborers. And they will become servants of God. It will not even take time. The people shall be willing. That's what's going to happen. The first one. The people shall be willing. The people shall be willing. They shall be willing to give. They shall be willing. They shall be willing to be saved. They shall be willing to join the church. They shall be willing to join yourself. They shall be willing to go with you. They shall be willing. The hard heart has been made soft. The people shall be willing. The people shall be willing. As you go forth to preach the gospel, the people shall be willing. We're going to see that. Pastors, get ready. Because the people shall be willing. <laughs> 
on the 13th to the 15th, I'll be in Kumasi for three days of faith and power. Of August. When you guys go back there, the souls belong to you. And the people shall be willing. Give the Lord a mighty hand. The people's name you have written over there, they shall be willing. I said they shall be willing. Your friends shall be willing. Your family will be willing. Your acquaintances will be willing. Your business colleagues will be willing. Your area people will be willing. Your neighborhood will be willing. The people will be willing. The young will be willing. The old will be willing. Everybody will be willing. We are going to see salvation like never before. The people shall be willing. The people shall be willing. Special grace given us for salvation. Change lives. The policemen shall be willing. The soldiers shall be willing. The bankers shall be willing. The students shall be willing. The media personnel shall be willing. The celebrities shall be willing. In the days of his power, the people shall be willing. It's going, I tell you, there's nothing I've told you that has fallen to the ground. I said, this is the next phase. As we enter there now, no more struggling to till the land. The people themselves shall be willing. And they shall bring themselves. They say, what can we do in the house of God? What can we do in the house of God? In the days of his power, the people shall be willing. That means we are going to see souls saved like never before. The people, the people themselves, they shall be willing. That's the first one. That's the first one. That's the first one. The second one, the second thing about to happen, it's a new thing. <laughs> a new thing. Isaiah 43 verse 19. Behold, I do a new thing. 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 Behold, I do a new thing in your life. See the Spirit of God. Behold, I do a new thing. I do a new thing in your life, oh Stacy. I do a new thing in your life, oh Ajua. I do a new thing in your life. I do a new thing. Behold, I do a new thing. What is a new thing? What is a new thing? And what happens when a new thing comes? What happens when a new thing comes? What happens when a new thing comes? When a, what happens when a new thing comes? God is a God of new things. God is a God of new things. What happens when a new thing comes? The first one is amazement. Amazement. Which means God is going to cause the things that happen in your life from now to be amazing to people. Listen. Listen. You, as the words are coming forth, they are in the air. You have to receive them. The kind of things that are going to start happening now, when people see them, they'll be like, hey! God will, people will look at your life, they say, hey! As people will look at your life, they say, hey! They will look at the things God is doing with your life, and God will say, hey! Your business, they will look at it and say, hey! God is doing a new thing with you. And I said the first characteristic of a new thing is amazement. It will be amazing. It will be amazing. People will open their eyes. They will open their mouth. They will be wondering, 
what is going on a new thing a new thing listen and with a new thing God doesn't have to use the old procedure if people say in your office it takes 10 years for people to get to this level just hear the spirit of God behold I do a new thing you will not go through what the others went through behold I do a new thing behold I do a new thing God is doing a new thing with your life amazement amazement it has started I'm telling you amazement 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 jaw-dropping testimonies jaw-dropping testimonies things that people have not seen before things that even you have not seen before God is going to do them with you behold I do a new thing behold I do a new thing Maida dasize kodivera katezaluna grakezaki tokamoka kakaka desakete mabadike lingrosikete I speak as a prophet of God this is the phase we have entered in we have become God's new thing God is not only doing a new thing in your life you have become God's new thing you have become God's new thing you have become God's new thing Mark chapter 2 I'll show you something verse 11 Mark chapter 2 verse 11 Behold, I do a new thing. Behold, I do a new thing. At this time, Jesus Christ is performing a miracle. Start from verse 10. You will understand it better. Jesus is performing a miracle. He said, but that he may know that the Son of Man had power on earth to forgive sins. At this time, Jesus is about to perform a miracle. And the people there don't know that it is possible for a man to forgive sin. They didn't know Jesus was a new thing. They didn't know he was a new thing. So, while he was telling them, he said, I'm going to do this so that you know that the Son of Man has power to forgive sins. Verse 11. I say unto thee, Jesus Christ now says to the guy who is on the wheelchair or who is on the, on the bed. He said, I say unto thee, arise and take thy bed and go thy way into thy house. Verse 12. And immediately, immediately is happening to somebody here. I said, when you walk out of here, it will not take time. Immediately. I said immediately. Immediately. There's a grace for immediately. There's a ayabakosa. There's a grace for immediately. Don't joke with what the Holy Ghost is saying here. I said there's a grace for immediately. It's not going to take time. It's not going to take time. A quick work will the Lord do. And you will cut it short in righteousness. And immediately. I'm telling you the graces that are at work over here. One is called immediately. At the beginning of the year, the Lord says suddenly. This one is immediately. 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 There was a time, listen. There was a time Jesus Christ healed a, a certain guy. When he healed a guy, the Spirit of God says, the, the Bible actually says, that when the man was going home, Jesus Christ asked, what time did he begin to amend? That means the healing was gradual. It was not immediately. There were times Jesus Christ, his healings were gradual. But this particular one was end immediately. The grace for immediately is released in the church. The grace for immediately is released in your life. By the time you are getting home, it is happening immediately. Speak in other tongues. There's someone here, there's a letter you are looking for from a certain company immediately. By the time you get home, it will happen immediately. As I'm speaking to you now, angels are speaking to the person. 
they are releasing that letter immediately immediately there's a grace for immediately there's a grace for immediately a new thing. That's a new thing. Amazed. The first one I said, the people shall be willing. This one, the people shall be amazed. They're all amazed. Because that is a new thing. A new thing will be, ah! They have never seen like this. Then see what it says. He said, and glorified God saying, we never saw it in this fashion. He said, we never saw it in this way. They never saw it. That is what God is doing with your life. He started something with you that people never saw it in this fashion. That, 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 that company has told you to start. You're not going to go like everybody has gone. What you're going to do, you, they never saw it in this fashion. You will stand out. You will stand out. You will stand out. Among many people, you will stand out. Among many people, you will stand out. They never saw it in this fashion. That's the first one. Under a new thing. The first one is they will be amazed. People will be amazed. Listen, as we are walking out of here, as, as we are walking out of here, that grace for amazement, that grace for they will keep asking you, how do you do it? 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 Tell us. How do you do it? Tell us. How do you do it? It's a grace. It's a grace. It's called a new thing. And because a new thing, people will be amazed. I see people surrounding you. They have opened their mouth. Ah, how do you do it? It's a grace for amazement. 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 Speak in other tongues. Be receiving it. Be receiving it. Be receiving it.
scriptures are more dangerous than anything. True or not true. I, I, I always say it. I say when I start prophesying and I, I start bringing out scriptures for the prophecy, that one, fear it, that one I call it. Because in my interactions with God, everything he tells me, I say, give me a scripture, sir. He said, okay, go here. Isaiah 66, verse 8. Every line here is a prophecy. Who had heard such a thing? I said, when a new thing starts. Amazement. The prophet is asking, Who oh, are there such a thing? How can a little girl like this have that kind of money? How can a little girl like this have stuff like this? How can a little boy like that be doing this for the gospel? How can a church of young people be doing this for the gospel? How can a church of young people be filling the stadium? Who had heard such a thing? Who had seen such things? A new thing. Who had seen such things? Minister Bernard, you were telling me something during service Sunday. Last poetic night, I called him up and, and some other people. He, you should hear Sasu's testimony. Sasu, come, come. Because no, sometimes I have to help your faith. Because when I said God of victim, nothing had happened. You might think, you at that time, you would have thought, oh, we have just come for another prophetic night. Now, there is six months to prove that I, I, I was not joking. Mr. Bernard, you said you were struggling to build, you were struggling to build what? I was struggling to build a project for my business. Um, How long were you struggling to build? Uh, about two years. For two years, you were struggling to build it. Yes, sir. Then after more and more camp, after I prayed for you during the prophetic night, what happened? Within four months, I'm actually 90% done. And in August, I'll be starting the fashion school. I've actually... You are starting a fashion school? Yes, sir. Who had seen such things? 
who had heard such a thing, who had seen such things, shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Remember, remember what happened when Jesus Christ told the guy, he said, immediately, immediately, shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? One day. Say the Spirit of God. One day is too much for what you are asking me for. We are going to start witnessing testimonies of one day. One day. Everything you wanted to do, everything will happen in one day. That grace has been released in the church. There's grace for one day. Listen, there's grace for one man. There's also grace for one day. You will use one day to finish the thing that you want to do. You will get the visa in that day. You will buy the ticket in that day. Everything will happen in that day. You will finish what you want to do in that day. He says, shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day. Then he says, or shall a nation be born at once? He said, for as soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth her children. Supernatural speed is giving you. Supernatural speed is giving you. Stop thinking it will take time. Stop thinking it will take time. Stop thinking it will take time. Stop saying it will take time. People will be amazed. Because the grace for supernatural speed is with you. People will be amazed. They will be amazed at the kind of things that you will be doing. You will, you will be too young for your achievements. I said you will be too young for your achievements. You will be too young for your achievements. Kakolama say. Shall a nation be born in a day? At once. Shall the earth be able to bring forth in a day? Shall a nation be born at once? At once. At once. Immediately. 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 You see it. You say it. You have it immediately. You see it, you say it, you have it immediately. I said, you do know what? I said, you see what? I see it. That's the grace that has been released. The second thing about a new thing. Psalm 92. I shall be anointed with fresh oil or new oil. New oil. The second thing about a new thing is that it brings authority. Because he said, but my horn shall thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. Why? Because I have been anointed with new oil. When the new comes, new authority comes new authority comes. Your horn represents your authority. He said, you have exalted your horn like the horn of a unicorn. This second point is that promotion has come to you. Spiritual promotion has come to you. 
The thing about spiritual promotion is that you will now have more responsibility in the house of God. God will give you more opportunities in the house of God. You will do more things in the house of God. Spiritual promotion is giving you. You have more people to, to look after in the house of God. You have more people to take care of in the house of God. You have more people to pray for in the house of God. You have more people to preach to in the house of God. You have more people to take care of in the house of God. Your horn has been exalted. God promoting you. Sometimes the anointed is not appointed. And sometimes the appointed is not anointed. What am I saying? Sometimes the guy who is anointed for it is not put in the position. He has the power but he doesn't have the authority. And sometimes they put somebody there who has the authority but he doesn't have the power. These are all imbalances because the anointed is supposed to be appointed. They are imbalances. But we have come to that place in the spirit that the appointment and the anointing are coming together. The anointed will be appointed. The anointed will be appointed. This second thing I'm this next phase of the year, you're going to start seeing promotion upon promotion upon promotion. I said the first one is a spiritual promotion. The second one is financial promotion. God is increasing the sphere of your financial influence. All of a sudden, you will have grace for more. You have grace for more. Financial promotion. Let me tell you something about financial promotion. If you are not promoted financially by God, if someone even gives you 100,000 and your level is 1,000, it will always finish and come back to the 1,000 because that is your level. Because you have not been promoted there. But when a man has been promoted to 50,000 and he even has 1,000, give him just a little time, he will rise to the 50,000 because that is the thing about promotion. So, the Spirit of God says, He has increased your financial influence. He has increased your financial grace. You are having financial promotion. There was a time in my life, everything I give, offering, tithe, seed, all is one city. I cannot give past one city. The Bible says that He has set them boundaries that they cannot pass over. Talking about the seed. That means in this world, everything has a boundary. When you read the book of Ezekiel, where it talks about the man who was sent to measure. You know, there are spirits that measure and measure where you are supposed to be. They can tell you that you don't cross past this place. You will do, you will work, you will do three jobs, four jobs, you will never cross that thing. What you need at that time is promotion. You need the, the power of promotion, which is called the grace of God. That power of promotion is what you require. When you even have thousands, and your power of promotion has been increased to 100,000. I said, all of a sudden, their wisdom, their men, their resources, their things that are consistent with your promotion will begin to show up. And all of a sudden, that man begins to make progress. Listen, when you are thinking of next level, always think of promotion. Because if God gives you more money and he does not promote you in the spirit, it's a waste of time. You will still come back to your level. Water always finds its level. If a, a glass is put under running water, no matter how long we keep it under running water, it can only receive according to its state, its level. If you want more water, you need to take another glass which is bigger than that. God has given you a bigger glass. There is a grace for financial promotion. There are things you could not do before, you are going to do them now. Now, listen, listen, listen. Mommy, I'm a prophet of God. You want to finish your school. You'll finish it before this year ends. Before this year ends. 
that is what has happened in this place. The grace of financial promotion. All of a sudden, you begin to realize that the things that you could not do, the things you were struggling to do, that grace for building the school has been given to you. And between now and the end of the year, you will see such shall a nation be born at once. And God is going to send you help. He's going to send you help. The help is not going to come from the people you think will help. No, it's going to come from a place that you you look at it and say, this one, only God could have done it. Only God could have done it. Promotion. Promotion. Financial promotion. I said the first one is a spiritual promotion. And the next one is a financial promotion. When I told God, I wanted to do two million copies of Rhapsody, what he told me, he said, you need promotion. You don't need the money for it, you need the grace for it. <laughs> okay, take it. Right in this church, I gave somebody a prophecy. Somebody collected it. People collect people prophecy. You don't know. I called the person that I was prophesying to the person. Another person stood beside. I received. I received. At the end of the day, he saw it. As the words are coming forth by the Spirit of God, you are receiving them in the air. I said, "There's spiritual promotion for you. There's financial promotion for you. And as you are receiving, as you are receiving, just to make your spirit alert." The small time you get, you are speaking in tongues under your breath. You are speaking in tongues under your breath. So that you can be alert, spiritually alert. Spiritually alert. These things I'm telling you, you will see them happen. You will see them happen. More has been added to you. More has been added to you. You have the grace for more. You have the grace for more. You have the grace for more. Power for promotion. I said, fresh oil, new oil. New, new, new one, new one, new one. The old one is gone. The old one is gone. The old one is gone. So everything they think they've seen about you, they've not seen anything yet. Anything they think they've seen about you, they've not seen anything yet. Because there's a new oil over you. There's a new oil upon you. It's bringing you promotion. It's taking you to higher places. They have not seen anything yet. They have not seen anything yet. They have not seen anything yet. They've not seen anything yet. They've not seen anything yet. Very soon, people will be joining service. They'll be at the car park. They'll be sitting at the car park. There will not be place for them to sit. I said they'll be, they'll be sitting at the car park. There will not be place for them to sit. The power of promotion. If God has not promoted, He said, except the Lord build the house, the labor in that build it. Promotion. Promotion. Spiritual promotion. Financial promotion. The third one. Promotion of status. Your status in society. God is promoting you. Adding more to you. Creating things for you. Creating opportunities for you. Your status in society. People will not look down on you again. Because God has spiritually promoted you. In the spirit. As we are standing here now. God is promoting you. Praying the Holy Ghost. Promoting you. Promoting you. Promoting you. You will be the new guy in town, but they will not understand why you are among the big names. I say you will be the new guy in town, but they will not understand why you are among the big names. I say you will be the new guy in town, but they will not understand why you are among the big names. I say you will be the new guy in town, but they will not understand why you are among the big names. Last week, Brother Frank was showing me something on Twitter. You know I'm not on Twitter, so he was showing me something on Twitter. People ask questions that 
list your favorite pastors aside your, your personal pastor. Almost every list, my name was in it. And the kind of the kind of names that were mentioned over there. Ah, when they knew God, I was a baby. Oh, take me to the third one about a new thing. That's still not a new thing. This is a new thing God is doing. The third one. Drastic thing. You are going the wrong way. You are going the wrong way. That was the old thing. But in a new thing, there's a drastic turn. All of a sudden, listen to what the Spirit of God said. He said, all of a sudden, you join the league of leaders. First Kings chapter 4. I've talked about the people shall be willing. I've talked about a new thing. So I'll give you things and the, the, the new thing. After these two, there's a third one. That third thing. That is the main word for the night. But let me talk about a new thing because God is doing a new thing. First Kings chapter 4. Let me start from verse 29. Please come. Please come. Please come. This is what the Spirit of God says. That word is for everybody, but that word is for you too. He said, and God gave Solomon wisdom. Listen. Not Solomon read a book. No. Not Solomon read a book. Not Solomon read a book. Not Solomon went to Harvard. And God gave Solomon wisdom. God gave Solomon wisdom. God gave Solomon wisdom. Let me tell you something. 90% of the things I teach, I didn't read them in a book. I will be sitting down and God will be talking to me. Say, write them down. No, I'll just write it now. I'll write them. 90% of the things I teach, I will just be sitting down and God will be speaking to me. God gave Solomon wisdom. God gave Solomon wisdom. God gave Solomon wisdom. Not Solomon read a book. Not Solomon went to Harvard. Not Solomon went somewhere. God gave Solomon wisdom. God gave Pastor Enoch 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 wisdom. Uh, if, if you are not mentioning your name, I, I don't know. God gave Pastor Enoch wisdom. 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 Listen, God gave Solomon wisdom. Then he says, and understanding the glory that is it. Exceeding much. Exceeding much. This is a new thing. This is a new thing. It's a new thing. Before Solomon, there was nobody like him. Nobody was like him. It's a new thing. Solomon was the new kid on the block. He was a new king. He was not old. His wisdom didn't come from being old. There were kings that were older than him. I will show you something there. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding, exceeding much, and largeness of heart. Even at the standards of the seashore. Hold on. Verse, 30, verse 31. For he was wiser than all men. For he was wiser than all men. Then he began to mention. He said that Ethan the Israelite 
and Haman and Calcol and Dada and Sansa Mahon. Now hold on. Ah, that means Ethan, Dada, Sansa Mahon, Calcol, Haman. They were the ones known as wise men. They were the big names of his day. But when God gave Solomon wisdom, he joined the league of leaders. His name was mentioned among the big guys. Your name is going to be added to the big guys. Your name is going to join the big guys. Your name is going to join the big men. God gave Solomon wisdom. Drastic 10. It does not look like you. It does not look like you. When they are mentioning people who do a particular thing, they don't, till, till date, till now, till now, till now. Some people are struggling to accept me as a man of God because they don't understand how this thing happened. And some are waiting for it to destroy. You know, we said it. Glizesaku Kamuka Bredelis. Oh, I'm sure they thought like that in Solomon's day. Say, this new guy. This new guy. New king. New king. All of a sudden, everybody's hearing about him. But God gave Solomon wisdom. When God gives you something, nobody can collect it. God gave Solomon wisdom. God gave Solomon wisdom. God gave Solomon wisdom. God gave Solomon wisdom. The third thing, that's the third thing, the third thing, the third thing is God gave Solomon wisdom. It's a drastic thing. The guy was a fool before he met God. He was a fool. He, was, he has just been made king. In fact, when he was made king, he didn't have the mouth to defend himself. Bathsheba had to go and beg David and say that Adonijah is trying to take the throne. Please help. And David had to call the prophet and he had to give instructions on what should be done. Solomon should be king. When he was made king, everybody was now looking at the guy. This small guy. You are even coming from a, a union. David and Bathsheba is an adulterous union. You, where are you coming from? You have become king. He, stood, he sat, sat on the throne. When he sat on the throne, he needed evidence that God sent him. And that was the wisdom God gave him. So God gave Solomon wisdom. Tonight, you're walking out of here with supernatural wisdom. And that is what is causing the drastic turn. Supernatural wisdom. Pray in the Holy Ghost.
this words into you. Be taking this words into you. Amazement. Amazement. Because of the speed. Because of the speed. Amazement. Because of the speed. Freshness. Promotion. Authority. New authority. Then drastic turnaround. God gave Solomon wisdom. The fourth one. Listen to me. On the last, on the on the night of Numatica night, the last words that God, the last words that God spoke through my mouth before I, I went down was what? No man can stop you. That is characteristic of a new thing. Let me explain something. Give me a microphone. Mommy, please answer this for me. Please answer something for me. If you are pregnant with a child. And it's due for the baby to come out. And you will say you will not. What will happen? The baby will come out by itself. There is something about a new thing. When you say, when you see a chicken or the, the, the chick in the egg and the time is due, something happens. The egg breaks and the chick comes out. Songs of Solomon chapter 2, verse 13. Give me the passing translation. I'll start from 11, the, the, the passing translation. No, verse 13. You just, just, verse 13. He said, can you not discern, uh, he said, can you not discern this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? A new thing. There is a new day of destiny that has broken forth tonight. That has broken forth tonight. And by the Spirit, as we shout now, there's a breaking forth of a new day of destiny. There's a breaking forth. There's a breaking forth. 
as you shout the breaking of a new day.
of Solomon chapter 2 verse 13 the passage translation we are still there ah that's here the spirit of God he said increase 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 from within he said I will cause you to greatly multiply and I will cause you to be an envy among many I will cause you, see the spirit of God, I will cause you to greatly multiply. He says, can you not discern the, this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? He said, the early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. That is the nature of a new thing. It bursts forth. Hold on. Before we come back to this, go to Isaiah 43 verse 19 that I showed you before. I said, the thing about a new thing is that it bursts forth. That's why I said nobody can stop it. That's why I asked mommy over there. I said, when it is time for a child to come out, can you say that? You're, no, 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 I'm not ready. The child is coming. Isaiah 43 verse 19. He said, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. That is what a new thing does. Go back to Songs of Solomon. He said, bursting forth bursting forth. Nobody can stop it. It's a new thing. It's a new thing and God is the one doing it. There are not many things in, the, in, in history that God says that I'm the one doing. A lot of them he says, oh, somebody's doing, he says, oh, I'm with you. But there are ones that he comes forward and says that I am the one doing. Those ones, you don't touch them. Because God polices those ones. They are in eternal destiny. It's like trying to kill Jacob. Who will pass on the dynasty? You can't kill Jacob. You can't kill Isaac. You can't kill Abraham. Until he has passed it on. Because the thing he's carrying is supposed to be passed on. So it says, of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. Go ahead. And you see what that one will cause. The budding vines of new life are now blooming everywhere. There is blooming everywhere. Productivity everywhere. Anything you are involved in, you will see productivity. If it is a church, you will see productivity. If it's a business, you will see productivity. If it is a school, you will see productivity. If it's something you are selling, you will see productivity. If you offer services, you will see productivity. Blooming everywhere. How can you explain it? How can you explain it? How can we explain it? That by December, we were one church. This is July. We are 20. 20 churches. I'm not talking about cells. 
20 churches. Kumasi alone, in less than three to four months. They are here, they are here. Blooming everywhere. The same thing that happens, you should know, you should know. I, I went, I visited church four. The same way, the same way, the same way when we're having services at Best Western, people have to be standing and sitting on tables. I went to see the same thing over there. Blooming everywhere. Cape Coast started last week. They're also here, that's why they are shouting. Blooming everywhere. It is called Aaron's rod that budded. Aaron's rod that budded. Let me tell you, I'll show you a mystery. According to the law of God, anything that is supposed to grow and have fruit is supposed to be connected to the ground. What I just said is that, did you understand what I just said? You have to reply me in tongues, okay? Unless your tongues is not correct. It says, Every tree is supposed to be connected to the ground. For the first time, God wanted to prove a point that he does not need the earth for something to grow. He told Aaron, bring your rod. He put it in the ark in the presence of God and the rod began to grow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was a new thing. It had never happened before. Let me tell you, if God has not done it with anybody, he will do it with you. Yeah. Remember I was in a taxi. 2018, I had just started a church. I was in a taxi, and God said to me, I'm giving you a special grace. That which has not happened before. It's a designer grace. He said, You'll be the only one to have that grace. God can give you a grace peculiar to you. This is prophetic night. Lift your hand, lift your hand. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I have a special grace from you. Bursting forth. It is in the book of Numbers chapter 17. I think verse, from verse 7. At that time, Moses has covered Shela Kotoze Brokinik. Dogrezelo Kasafta Kizosamelak. Tenekeka, Tenekeka. Badi Shofaranai. Katosefronamakistos. The Spirit is speaking. He says, just as the wind blows and carries things with it, he said, I have ordered a move and it is carrying men with it. It is carrying resources with it. And it is coming your direction. See the spirit of God. He said, from today, you will begin to notice that everything is going exactly your direction. Remember, when Moses wanted meat, the Bible says it was an east wind that blew. That wind blew and brought the birds with it. The people ate till it began to come out of their nose. That wind. That's what the Spirit of God is saying. He have ordered the wind to blow things in that direction. Things will begin to come in your direction. Numbers chapter 11, from verse 7. No, no. The first one I mentioned. Numbers chapter 17, sorry. And Moses 
laid up the rods before the Lord in the tabernacle of witness. At this time, Moses and Korah, Korah is trying to say, Moses, you are not the only man of God. Me too, I'm a man of God. Then Moses said, let's settle this matter like this. Bring a rod. Me too, I'll bring a rod. And you see in verse 8. And it came to pass that on the morrow, Moses went into the tabernacle of witness and behold, the rod of Aaron for the house of Levi was budded and brought forth buds and, bloom, and bloomed blossoms and yielded almonds. Not connected to the earth. It was just in the ark. That was, listen, that was how God was certifying that he was with Moses and that Moses was the man of God. God is going to use your resource to certify his presence with you. So there's going to be extraordinary results and it's going to burst forth. Nobody can stop it. No witch can stop it. Verse 9. And Moses brought out all the rods from before the Lord unto all the children of Israel. And they looked and took every man his rod. And the Lord said unto Moses, Bring Aaron's rod again before the testimony to be kept for a token against the rebels. And thou shalt quiet and quite take away their memories from me that they die not. What was God saying? He's saying that Aaron's rod that budded, he said, Keep it here. We will use it to tell a story. God will use your life to tell a story. God will use the resource in your life to tell a story. He will use the resource in your life to tell a story. It does not have to be connected to earthly connections. God will use his presence to cause the growth to happen. The first one I told you was the people shall be willing. The next one is a new thing. This is the third one. God said it to me. You cause the sun to rise. It down to rest. You hold this heart of mine, and you hold my every breath.
Job means many things. Seven things it means. After I show you those seven things, that seed I asked you to bring, I'm going to bring it out. Because this is not a long thing. I'm not going to preach on it. It will take me too much time. But I'll just tell you what the next phase looks like and what you will see in this next phase. You give your seed. You go back rejoicing. Because that is going to be your experience. You know, in today's day, the word good has been trivialized. Oh, this is good, this is good, this is good, good. No, it is a heavy word in Hebrew. Two. Revelation chapter 7. Verse 12. In the original manuscripts that the scribes kept, what you see over here, you know, in the modern Hebrew, they have different word for blessing, different word for glory. But in the original manuscript, it was saying amen to and to and to and to and to and to and to be unto our God. I, I did not say any. The angel began to sing blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God. This is the goodness of God. The next face we are going to see is the goodness of God. He said, abundance in goodness and truth. Abundance in goodness and truth. This was the reason why God asked me to talk about David. Because of Isaiah 55, message translation. Let me start from verse 2. Come, buy your drinks, buy wine and milk. Buy without money. Everything's free. Why do you spend your money on junk food? Your hard-earned cash on cotton candy. Verse 3. Listen to me. Listen well. Eat only the best. Fill yourselves with only the finest. Pay attention. Come close now. Listen carefully to my life-giving, life-nourishing ways. Then, this is it. I am making a lasting covenant commitment with you. The same that I made with David. Sure, solid, enduring love. I set him up as a witness to the nations. Made him a prince and a leader of the nations. And now I'm doing it to you. You will summon nations you've never heard of. And nations who have never heard of you will come running to you. Lift your hand. Something is happening here. You cause the sun to rise you lay it down to rest you hold this heart of mine you my such an awesome God so 
said about Solomon when we're reading it in 2nd Samuel chapter 7 he said when he does the wrong thing I will chasten him though he said but my mercy I will never take from him Solomon upon all that he did he is in heaven as we speak to goodness of God goodness of God goodness of God let me explain something about the goodness of God come Eric come when God is good to somebody, the pictorial, the best pictorial way to explain it is, it's like God's hand is around the person like this. He said, let us go. Let us go. Let us go. Then, understand it? People on the side will say, God, no, 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 this guy, ah. And God will say, let us go. Let us go. Let us go. Let us go. The message translation says, sure, solid, enduring love. Throughout this camp, we were talking about, listen, we were talking about David's love for God. Little did we know that after David dies, God had taken notice of David's love so much that God said, me too, I have enduring love for this guy. At the time David was loving God, God probably did not even respond. It looked as though God was not interested. But God proved it. In the other scriptures, that what David did touched his heart. Enduring love. The King James calls it the sure mercies of David. This is the goodness of God. The goodness of God. From today, when you hear anywhere, goodness of God. You know, we've had fire of God. We've had flood of God. This is the face of the goodness of God. In the face of the goodness of God, your efforts reduces, the results are more. God is about to be good to you. Let us go. Let us go. Let us go. Please come. One day ends and another begins. In one day, I see tears. And in the other day, I see rejoicing. And that's here the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God has taken my spirit into a place, a certain church. You gave a huge amount of money. It is not, it is not LA or Avenue. In the spirit, I see myself in that place. You gave a huge amount of money. After 
The Spirit of God has taken me. Bring me a microphone. Or if I, if I begin to prophesy. No, you know, because, let me tell you something. God has remembered that seed. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happened. You were going for early morning prayer there. You were going for morning prayer there. Eh? You have remembered now? Eh? No? Yes, I remember. You remember now? And you gave a certain seed there. That offering you gave there, God has remembered it. In your life, you have given many, you have given many offerings. But that one, God has remembered that one. And because of that, the goodness of God is visiting your family. demonstrated toward the house of God and the things of God. God is putting all together. He's returning to visit the family. What is that one thing you want the Lord to do of the family? That's what you want him to do. Stand up. That's here the spirit of God. I have visited your family. That is it. It has happened. The goodness of God. The goodness of God. The goodness of God. Sure, solid, enduring love. Nobody will understand it. Why God is so good to you? It's a season you have come into. Good. David talked a lot about God's goodness. Because David always got things he did not deserve. In this life, you don't get what you deserve. Those who have lived a lot in this life know that. Mommy, I'm sure you, you agree with me. If you live long in this world, you agree that in this life you don't get what you deserve. Because many people deserve many things that they've not gotten. Many people deserve. Do you know how many good people are in town that are even suffering that they are even good? You don't get what you deserve. God's favor must come in. God's favor must come in. I've told you before, I say I know people who pray than me. One day I went to Atria Mountains. I felt sorry for myself. I thought I pray. I realized that some people pray. But like the white thing was on the wall. Many, many take care of us. He said, You have been weighed and you have been found wanting. God weighed everybody. He weighs everybody. Then he tells you, You go and do this. Not who deserves it. He said, It is his choice. And nobody should ask him any question about it. So instead of being on the side that's always complaining, and I, see, I have done this, I've not gotten my this, I've done this, I've not gotten my be on the side that is saying, I did not deserve it, but I'm getting it. I did not deserve it, but I'm getting it. 
that is the face of the goodness of God. And that is what you are going to start experiencing. That's what we are going to start experiencing. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we have come into the face of the goodness of God. This next half of the year, God is going to be supernaturally good to you. And you will see the fulfillment of all these words that have been spoken tonight. They shall come to pass without fail. In your life, you shall see them come to pass. And by the end of the year, you will share your testimony and say, Yes, the Lord has done it. He said it and he has done it. See the Spirit of God.